The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to Channel Mom. I hope you've tuned in for a reason today. I really think this show is meant for thousands of moms who may not even know what hit them when we start to talk. They'll think, how did they know my life? How did they know I needed this message? Because I really think that they need this message. We have a wonderful guest in the house today. And let me just give you a little teaser. If you're at a place in your life where you feel like you just can't get to where you need to be going, you feel like you failed. You feel like God keeps saying no. You feel overwhelmed. You feel like you're not enough. You feel like your dreams have been dashed. You feel like you don't have time for your dreams. Or maybe you feel this way about your children's dreams or your husband's dreams or your family dreams. All of this stuff is going to come into play in our conversation today. And that's why I'm so glad to have the guest that we have today. Her name is Wendy Pope. She is the wife of one, Scott, and mother of two. She's also a writer and a speaker and a Bible study teacher. She happens to be uh, one of the folks who writes and teaches with Proverbs 31 Ministries. You may be familiar with them. You hear them all over the place, also on K-Love Radio. And she's written her first book, which I've been reading voraciously because it is really good stuff. It's called Wait and See. And, uh, and Wendy, when you come on, you're gonna have to tell me the subtitle because I don't have my readers on, which tells you how old I am. And I cannot see the subtitle right now because I don't have the actual book. I've got a little memo, but it's called wait and see all about how much women have to wait and how they feel like, whether it's a diagnosis, whether it's a promotion, whether it's a job loss, whether it's a a marriage problem, whether it's a child problem, whether it's your dream of writing a book, women are so discouraged sometimes in their waiting. And that is why Wendy Pope has joined us today to help you and encourage you and bless you. Welcome to Channel Mom, Wendy. Thank you, Jenny. I appreciate that. The subtitle is Finding Peace in God's Pauses and Plans. Right. That's right. I, I'm going to confess, this is a huge confession right on the radio right now. I was, I was reading most of the book. I had it in the car with me and I'm, I get so many books because God bless publishers. They want me to have their authors on the show. Yes. So I get a ton of books. So I always have this basket full of books. Well, I accidentally gave your book away. So, so I've been having to read it digitally. Um, we need to get you another one. Yeah. Yes, we do. <laughs> Thank I you. Sure some, I will make sure you get one. Okay. Well, some sweet mom, one of my sweet friends out there has it, but that's why I couldn't read the subtitle. So let's dive right into this because I think so many moms need this. And, and, and your story kind of started, I think, with infertility and, yes. and, and the waiting that you had to experience in that. So, so why don't you talk to moms a little bit about your background so they can see you're not a perfect person and that you've had to go through no. struggle too, and that's how you've gotten to this message. Yes, I'm definitely not a perfect person, and I love to remind listeners that I'm not a perfect waiter. A lot of times um, readers read books 
um, and they think the author, oh, she has mastered this. She's the expert. And uh, my friend Kathy Lip reminded me, and I love the way she said this, because we're not experts. We're just like two or three steps ahead of the reader. (laughs) So um, I just want to throw that out there. I've written this book on waiting, uh, but I still struggle with weight. I still have to remind myself of the principles that God taught me as I wrote this book. Um, as you mentioned, I started with um, the American dream that every girl has for themselves. They want to be, they want to be a wife. They want to be a mom. Maybe they have a career goal. Um, my career goal was to teach elementary school, and I did. Um, I got married. And all of those things were happening right when I wanted them to happen perfectly. Yeah, so two, then, two dreams came true. No waiting. You just got to do exactly, it. Yeah. Exactly. So I really, there was no problem. I was like, okay, I got this. This is really working out well. Um, and then I, we tried to have children. And everybody could have children, Jenny, except me. I don't yeah. know if there's a listener out there that can relate to that, but I got... So many invitations to so many showers, and I got so tired of waiting on God. Um, We went through infertility and went to this doctor, took that injection, took that pill, and it was not happening. I took my basal body temperature for two years every single morning, waiting for just the right time to have scheduled intimacy with my husband um, so that we could, you know, try for those two to three days every month that you have to conceive. And I, sometimes I felt like women had 30 days and I only had two. I didn't understand how everybody could conceive but me. Um, but eventually I did conceive um, with my daughter. And um, I would, you know, I think, okay, well, somebody might think, oh, well, she finally got it right and God blessed her. And I think that that's a wrong way that we look at waiting. We think, okay, so I'm just going to tolerate this pause. I'm just going to tolerate this problem. I'm going to tolerate this situation because when I get it right or when God decides to open the heavens and make a way, it's going to happen, and everything will be right with me and with God. Yeah. And for me, it wasn't that way. It wasn't like God said, yes, I see her trying And I see her praying, and I see her commitment to church, and I see her having a good relationship with me. So, yeah, now I'm going to bless her with a baby. Or, yeah, now I'm going to bless her with a job. Or, yeah, now I'm going to heal her um, husband who's sick. God doesn't work that way. And it took me a really long time to realize that God's plan for me was to go through and struggle with infertility. Why? I'm not exactly sure. I think it's for right now, such a time as this, I can definitely relate to a lot of people that are now reading my story, and yeah. I can minister to them. Um, but for me, after I got pregnant, finally, that third thing finally came true. I was a teacher, I was a, mom, a wife, and I was a mom. Um, you would thought, okay, she's got her life right together with God. Well, I didn't. I was still very far from God at the time, and honestly, I was still mad at him. Yeah, I got pregnant. But I was still mad at God because I had to wait. Now, how how much gratitude did I show God? With, yeah, and I, I I want to interject. Um, first of all, I went That's through good. I went through infertility as well. Yeah. But, but second of all, um, so I understand that wait. Mine wasn't nearly as long as yours. But um, 
I, I, I want to make sure because you have such important advice for moms in this, because I know there mm-hmm. are moms bawling, sobbing on the carpet in their weights, not yes. understanding, feeling like God isn't yes. fair, feeling like God doesn't love yes. them, feeling like yes. they're not enough, like they've done something. They're not praying well enough or fasting mm-hmm. well enough or, or doing mm-hmm. well enough with their kids or their husband or whatever it is. And and mm-hmm. I, I want to deal with that concept that they need to be doing more or that God's not fair or, or what do we do mm-hmm. if we feel like God has said no? I've had to struggle with that recently, and I want to talk about that as well. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, we've only got about four minutes left in this segment. Um, you talk about don't miss the present. And literally, it can be a present, like a gift. Don't miss what God's unfolding in your weight. Weights don't have to suck, if you'll pardon my French. They don't, yes. they don't have to be awful. You keep you, you, The other thing you say is the object of my weight is greater than the person of my faith. We make an idol yes. out of that thing we're waiting for, yes, and it ruins do. our faith. So, so talk yes. for the next couple minutes about that, about not missing the present, and about not making an idol out of the thing we're waiting for. Exactly. And I think God, I've learned that waiting is not wasting time. It's training time. Yeah. And while we're in the wait, we get to receive the present of God's peace like a gift, but we also get to receive the presence of God with us. And while we are doing that, we can learn, while we are opening that gift of God's peace, and it's sometimes we have to tell our head, God came to give me peace, not as the world gives me peace, scripture, but as he gives peace. That gift is mine. Because of Jesus, that gift is mine. And we have to tell our heads that eventually our hearts catch up. So we have to tell ourselves that truth, and we have to stay in that pause with that peace that is ours to have, experience the presence of the Savior, because He is omnipresent. He is Emmanuel, God with us, in our weight. And then when we do that, the object of our weight begins to shrink. Does it go away? No. But the focus, let me, let me rephrase it. I guess the focus of the object of our weight begins to shrink. We still want that. We still would love to have that child. We still would love for our prodigal to, to return. We still want our husband to be saved. We still would like to have that next um, job in our career. We still want those things. Yeah. But they are no longer our obsession. Our obsession becomes the person of our faith. And that is what gets us through the pauses, is when the obsession is the person of our faith rather than the object of our weight. Right. And you know what, Wendy? It occurs to me that in some ways now more than ever, with the pace of our culture and the demands in our culture, women need some waiting time. I mean, I'm beginning to think God's giving it to us as a rest period because because we need it. That is such a great point. That is such a great point. We are so rushed. Women... I can't speak for men because I'm not one. I can speak directly from experience of being a woman and a mom who has worked outside the home, raised children while I was working outside the home, gone to basketball, gone to drama, gone to choir, gone to Awanas, whatever your church has, you have to be there every time the door is open. We are rushed, rushed, rushed. Some of the things are really, really good to be, okay, we're involved in these great things. Sometimes we just need to stop the rush. Yeah, and absolutely. one of my favorite phrases to the book is don't rush the wave. Don't rush it. Yeah. And don't rush our lives. 
No, and I and I look at my own life. We we have to go to break now, but we're going to come back and talk about the feeling that God says no and some of the great things that can happen in a wait for you and things like that. But I look at my own life and and I am constant, you know, not constantly, but but I see God's grace in not giving me everything that I wanted when I wanted it because mm. he's given me that space to breathe into my motherhood and to yeah. grow closer to him and I've heard him whispering Jenny, seek me first, seek, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God, seek me first. Mm -hmm. And the other day after he said, seek me first, he said, and you'll be happier if you do. We'll be right back with Wendy Pope. Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids, but sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally i'd like to hear from all the moms out there i'd love to hear your mom's story what you need in your life your advice or what you'd like to hear on channel mom radio reach out to us at channel mom one word on facebook twitter or instagram and please come support us in our mission to love coach and encourage moms you can come to channelmom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms it's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I love that Christmas music we played going out. And now, what we like to do every single show is to remind a mom that she deserves a standing ovation most days of her life because of her sacrifice. <laughs> so this is what I like to call... Our mom applause. We like to give moms applause because you deserve it. So take it for yourself. Take a little bow right now. <laughs> Whether you're in your kitchen or in your car, you should bow. And remember the applause is for you. We want to welcome back Wendy Pope, the author of Wait and See, Finding Peace in God's Pauses and Plans. Wendy also works for Proverbs 31 ministry. She's a speaker with them as well. Wait and see. So many mamas need the tips in this book because they feel like they're forever waiting. Moms in particular, waiting on what's going to happen with their children, waiting on what's going to happen with their marriage, waiting on what's going to happen with their household and their family and their parents. Women who are moms are waiting on so many things. And and I want to start out, Wendy, by saying this. Mops International is one of our sponsors. We love them. And the president of Mops, Mandy Arioto, says when she's out and about talking to moms, one of the number one things they say to her is, and I bet a lot of moms can identify with this, I feel like I'm not enough. And I feel like so many moms are waiting to be better, waiting for their dream to come true, waiting for their kids to be this or that, waiting to move into the better house, waiting for more money, waiting to write that book, whatever it is. 
I, I want you to encourage a mom today about what waiting looks like when we do it well. Waiting can be an end in of, of itself. God can do great things with the wait. He can develop great yes. characteristics in you. Yes, yes. Uh, first off, if there is a mom that believes that, what um, Mandy said, I just want to encourage you right now that that is a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah. It is. We are enough. We God equips us, and He chose us to be the wife to the husband that we're married to, to be the mom of the children that we are given. And we have to stop believing that lie, that we are not enough, that we're not adequate, that we don't have what it takes. Um, because it, we, can't, we can't live with the lie. And that's what it is, because we, when we start believing that, then we start comparing ourselves to that mom and that mom and that mom. And yeah. comparison is a joy stealer. It's a thief. And um, I just want to encourage first that that is a lie. Don't believe that. And if you do believe that, I want you to open up the Word of God, and I want you to start reading truths. Um, of who you are, that you are holy and dearly loved, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, And those are the truths that you need to hold on to. For the mom that is sitting here wondering, how in the world am I going to do this waiting? How can I I persevere? Um, We touched on this at the beginning of our segment, and that is to, at the beginning of that first segment there, Jenny, is to focus on the person of your faith rather than the object of your weight. And if we can get that one truth working in our lives, we will demonstrate to our children, to our husbands, and to our family, and to our friends what it's like to have a God-centered life rather than a rushed life waiting for the next thing. Now, how do we stay focused on the person of our faith? Well, of course, well, the Sunday school answer is we go to church. Um, and we become involved in things at church and, and all of that. That's a, that's a great Sunday school answer. That church is once a week, but we have a God that is a seven-day-a-week God, and He wants to spend time with us on every day, all the time. He wants to be the center of our lives. So focusing on the person of our faith, for me, is defined as this, loving the Lord God with all of your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself. When we love God, we are spending time with Him in His Word, and we are praying. And this is not meant to be an added burden, oh goodness, now I've got a Bible reading and prayer to my list of things to do. It's not meant to be a burden. Once we start developing time with God each and every day, even if it's for five minutes, before your feet hit the floor, acknowledge that God is God and that you are not and that you need him. Yeah. I, 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 I want to get, I want to make sure we get to uh, one or two more things. I'm not, I'm not diminishing that, that, that is very important. And we have moms who listen to us who don't have a a faith in God. And my, my hope for them would be let go of, of the thing that you're so obsessed with and seek God, seek the God that you do not know yet and and get his help and get his peace. I have discovered in my life that there are so many things that I think if I just achieve that, and if I just get that done, if we just get this much money, and if this just happens for my child, and if I just write that book, that then I'll be happy. That is elusive and untrue. 
really oh, the, the, that's another law. Yeah, that's the thing law. that will make you most happy is being close to the God of the universe who gives you eternal love and life. That will right. make you most happy. So I want to say that. Will. But let's move on. We only have about three or four minutes more to talk about this. So I want to okay. make sure we get to this one. I know there are moms waiting out there, myself included, who feel mm-hmm. like they're waiting forever for a thing and maybe two mm-hmm. things and maybe three things. And there are moms who've, who've, who know that they've been said no to. We, we had a mom blogger on here who was, who her name was Kara Tippetts and she blogged at Mundane Faithfulness. She was praying when she got cancer that God would let her live to raise her babies. Her mm. babies raised an age, ranged in age from five to 13. God said no. So she waited for his answer and it was no. And she passed away. Now she's in heaven. So that's, you know, that's a good thing. But I wonder about that mom who says, I feel like I've been waiting forever. And I know there are stories, a ton of stories in the Bible with men who've waited for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. And so, yes, mm-hmm. sometimes we are called to wait and learn so much while we wait. But what about the mom that says, how do I decipher between my wait and a no from God? When should I move on? You know? Well, as long as we're staying focused on the person of our faith, then the object of our weight is less important to us. And then when a no comes, when we just feel like, okay, this is not something that God is going to answer right now, we can't change our relationship with God because this answer is not coming Uh or this dream is not being fulfilled. God is still good even if the answer seems like a no. Yeah. And sometimes the way it can seem like a no. Sometimes the prayers that are being prayed and your desire of your heart is something that you might not ever see, but it might be fulfilled in time to come within your family. I mean, you look at Abraham never saw the promised land, but because of his faithfulness to God, we are now children of God. But he never saw it. So yeah. sometimes that is the case. Yeah, and Moses yeah. Moses didn't even get to walk into it. He no, got to he it, but didn't get to walk into it. No. So as hard as it is to get this, and I'm, and I'm just, I struggle with it. I really, really do. A no, in our, a no to our circumstance, we've got to believe, is a better yes from God. Yeah. You yeah. have to just, that's where trusting God, I trust you, God, I don't understand why this person that I prayed for to be healed is not healed. On this side of heaven, it doesn't look like a healing. But ultimately, this little child that I prayed for for seven years that still died of, of cancer in our church, ultimately, that was that child, yes, that child is healed. But on this side, it seems like I know that on that child, that side, Joey got the ultimate fulfillment. He got the ultimate plan. Yeah. So we have to trust God that a no is actually a better yes, and that God works all things together for the good of those who love him, and that all good and perfect things come from above. There isn't anything that God, God's not going to bring anything bad to me. He's not going to bring anything bad to me, but bad things happen that he will allow those bad things to work for my good. You're right. There's certainly, yeah. And cause I don't want to belittle somebody who's, who's just lost someone from cancer or no, suicide. So, but, but no. you're right. There can be something always that God always. works for good and out it, of it. And that's a process in itself. That's a process in itself. It really, really is. Cause I have been on the other end. Like I said, that we have prayed for people that have not, that have not lived. 
that, yeah. that you know, they died. And it's like, God, what? We anointed with oil. We fasted. We did all these things. Why? And you go through that process of being mad with God. You go through the process of questioning God. And all of that is natural. Um, that God is good. And we have to know, we just have to know that. We just and have to, yeah. We, we have to keep coming back to that. We do not have time for our one mom must today. But briefly, Wendy, can you tell folks in the next 30 seconds how they find you at Proverbs 31 and how they find your brand new book, Wait and See? Absolutely. They can find my book at Proverbs31.org. Uh, they can also find it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, any of those places that major uh, book retailers. And they can connect with me at Wendy at wendycoat.org. Wonderful. Thank you for your advice you, and help. Jenny. Yeah, I mean, we all mamas need to learn to wait and see. And see is such a hopeful word. H- have it hope is. in your waiting. So so thank you, Wendy, for that important message. God bless you and your book. I hope it's a help to a lot of moms out there. Thank you very much, Jenny. I appreciate it. All right, take care. Okay, Christmas is coming up. It's a great time to learn to wait and see and to have hope and to know that God is good and to, and to just let your worry go and, and know him first and not be so worried about that thing that you are focused on in the waiting. Uh, I love that advice. I hope that's been a blessing to somebody, at least one person, one mama out there who's struggling today, but hopefully many more. Uh, God bless you for all you do. You could give us a small Christmas present. I know you're probably taxed, but we want to bless more and more moms, both through the airwaves and on the ground, uh, in prisons and homeless shelters and churches and community groups and, and also through the airwaves. Moms need to know they're important, and we need to help them and love them. So you can help us by going to channelmom.com and giving us a little Christmas gift. Uh, with the donate button there. And our Christmas gift to you moms is to let you know how important you are. You're treasured. We love you. Thank you for all you do as moms. Thank you to the dads as well. We hope you have a Merry Christmas coming upcoming. Thank you, Don, for all you do. Merry Christmas to you. May you enjoy the peace and joy of the Christmas season. Merry Christmas from Channel Mom. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.